guys, welcome to Insane Out the podcast. My name is Rokhumurite, and I'm here to give you guys good vibrations. In the world full of many influences and directions, I believe it is important for us youngins in our 20s to stick to the truth through having holistic conversations that draw us closer to God, closer to our purpose, feeling motivated and inspired through our life experiences books, revelations, and my all-time favorite scripture. If you're in your 20s and you're looking for more fulfillment and enlightenment in your life, this is the place for you. Looking forward to growing together and welcome to Nzinya, the podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Nzinya, the podcast. Uh, yeah, I know it has been such a while. Uh, but so many things have happened. So many things have happened. Um, you know, school happened. You know, um, I lost communication with a lot of people. So it just um, didn't make sense to continue with the podcast. Whereas I, yeah, I was dealing with other things um, on my part. Another thing that had happened is that... Um, I was focusing on other things like the blog and I was focusing on my IGTV videos as well. So it has been like a lot and then, yeah, time went by so quick. But yeah, the last time I literally (laughs) recorded was back in April. Yeah, was it April? Yeah, so it's been a while. But I'm back, you know, I'm back with another message with another revelation and yeah i hope you guys will just get to learn from this and you get to receive it the way that the lord wants you guys to receive it but yeah i'm really just so passionate about what i'm about to speak about because i believe the lord has been um leading me to like these scriptures for quite some time and yeah i think um this is a great uh conversation that i had with my lord and it's something that he has been repeating for quite some time since April because there was a certain thing that I needed to do. And yeah, I was just so frustrated about it. I was like, Lord, you have blessed me with this and I don't really know how to use it. Can you please give me the wisdom to to use it? And I was so frustrated. Like for days, I was just not in a good space because I was like, I'm blessed. But like now I know how to use this blessing. But, you know, the Lord, if you pray, you know, with, pray with the right intentions, he will just lead people, you know, into your life to just give you a revelation. So it might be people, it might be a video you come across on YouTube. It might be just, you know, things that you come across on Instagram or whatever. But the Lord will literally speak to you. So, yeah. um, Yeah. So, yes, today's topic is about, you know, putting faith into action. Um, or putting the word into action. Um, so I just want to mention something about the Bible real quickly that, you know, although this Bible that the Lord has given us is like, uh, like it's, it's wrapped up in like words and so many things that have happened a long time ago. Like it's just things that happened thousands and thousands of years ago before we were even born. You know, I know it's a point of reference to be like, oh, so this happened. You know, these prophets did this. Also, the Israelites did this. Or King David did this. Or King Solomon did this. Or King Jesus did this or whatever. But, you know, essentially these scriptures are not just meant to to be a point of reference just like a history book to be like oh we're just learning about what happened a long time ago no it's not supposed to be like that it's about to be it's supposed to be an implementation book like it's like a manual you know like a guideline of how we need to uh live our lives how we need to um uh, embody you know the character of jesus how we need to just live a righteous life and once you read the bible and once you like get consumed in it and you just literally read it and read it with understanding and just you know when you read it not reading it just for like ah i just want to read about jesus and what he did and then it's done no it's not supposed to be like that you need to we need to read it read it with understanding and then implement whatever the lord is telling us to do so yeah um for example 
uh, scriptures such as Proverbs, you know, Proverbs, uh, Ecclesiastes, you know, the New Testament, the story of Jesus, essentially, he, he, it was all about implementation, you know, it's all about how can we now do whatever that Jesus was doing, and I'm not speaking about, like, the miracles, like, the, the big, big, big things, we can do the big things, but it's just about what he did, you know, the, the kind of character that he, that he embodied, you know, it's, um, how he was kind to people, he never judged anyone, you know, he was kind, whether this person was, um, a Jew, or this person was a Gentile, or whatever, as the scriptures say, you know, he, he accepted anyone, you know, the some some Samarian, uh, there's a scripture about the, the, the Samarian woman, where, you know, they knew that the Jews, um, and, you know, the Samarians are not supposed to communicate or whatever. But, you know, Jesus did that because he didn't look for, um, you come from this tribe or whatever. So I'm not going to speak to you. I'm not going to be kind to you. Like we always have to embody the, 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 the character of Jesus and what he did. So in our lives, you're not supposed to just, you know, judge people for uh, how they look or whatever. We just need to be kind hearted to love one another as he has commanded us to love. So again, I just want to mention again that, you know, it, it is so great, guys. Like, it's amazing. It's great to go to church, you know, to go to church, listen to sermons online, you know, listen to our favorite priests, you know, everything. Like, it's, it's amazing. But it, it doesn't have to stop there. Like, what's the point of going to church and then getting the word, you know, being revived in the word. And then the minute that you come back home, you already forget, forgot what the word was saying. And you do the opposite of what they, they were preaching about in, in, in church or the sermon that you just watched. So essentially, it's not about just hearing the words, but it's hearing and then implementing the word. Um, one scripture that I want to um, quote from is... Ezekiel, I'm going to quote a lot of scriptures in this um, episode because I believe the Lord had led me to the scriptures. So I'm just, it's, it's a point of emphasis on why we need to implement the word and not just hear it. Um, for the first scripture is Ezekiel 33 uh, verse 31 to 32. Uh, it says, my people come to you as they usually do and sit uh beside you to hear your words but they do not put them into practice their mouths speak of love but their hearts are full of greed and unjust gain indeed to them you are nothing more than one who sings love songs with a beautiful voice and plays and uh, uh, plays an instrument well for they hear your words but do not put them into action so essentially like this the scripture is just speaking about how, you know, we would go to church and just, you know, hear the word and this priest will be speaking something so amazing. And we just, you know, we hear, we hear, we hear. And then the minute that we, we go out of the, 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 the temple or the church house, we just forget. So essentially, like the Lord is just emphasizing the fact that, you know, sometimes we just listen and we don't listen with comprehension or listen to implement. We listen just to listen to the word and keep it moving. Whereas we need to listen and and do what the word says. You know, how many of us, you know, go to church to just hear the word and, you know, sit there and just hear. And then the minute that we go out is it's chai. Like we just forget about what what we have read you know the word is not just meant to be heard but it's meant to be implemented you know um even when we do our own devotions you know in our own devotion time when you spend time with god and the lord leads you to a scripture you know um we need to just you know have the intention of lord you know i'm going to read your word and whatever the word says i will do you know even if it's just a, a bad not a bad part but like something uh, disobedient that the Israels did or whatever if you read the uh, the Old Testament or whatever but when you read it you know you you, you would understand that you know there's a there's a punishment after uh, disobedience or whatever so you just read it and be like Lord help me to be obedient to your word and then you work towards being obedient to the world to the, to the Lord uh, I'm sorry to the Lord and then one other reference that I would like to make in the bible you know i don't quite remember where it is in scripture i believe it's in john 
um yeah i believe it's in john or it's in luke and it speaks about how jesus was in the synagogue and he was preaching you know teaching the people and stuff like that and they were gather around him and he was like why do you guys listen you know he was like why do you guys listen to my words but do not put them into practice you know so if he was able to rebuke them for just you know listening to the word and not implementing it how about us you know as in this modern age to just listen to him and not implement so essentially emphasis is on listening to the word and uh putting putting the word into actions um i have uh, i'm going to a code scripture, it's James 1, verse 22, and it says, Do not merely listen to the word, and in so doing, deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after uh, staring at himself, uh, go, go, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing, they will be blessed in what they do. So essentially, like when we um, read the Bible, we should read it and then implement it. For example, if you look at Proverbs, you know, Proverbs speaks about, you know, a man works his field, you know, a man does this, a man does that, you know, um, an example of um, one that I think it's quite like, something that we can all implement is when he speaks about um when your neighbor comes to you it speaks something about when your neighbor comes to you to ask you for something do not say to your neighbor uh go away and come back tomorrow when you already have it with you so it's something that it's really um you can implement you hear the word but you can also implement it um like a person may come to you and be like hey yo friend may i please have some salt and you're like um just come back tomorrow i'll give it give you tomorrow whereas that person needed that salt that day so essentially these are kind of scriptures that we can really implement so i'll just encourage you guys to just read your proverbs i feel like if you do want to like start a relationship with god or just want to get to know him i believe like proverbs you know scriptures such as proverbs scriptures such as psalms are like quite easy to understand and i think right after that you can go to your new testament and stuff because i feel like most of the things that um jesus was speaking about like you can literally reference them to a proverbs you know so um and yeah i just want to say that and another example um let's just think about you know uh a belief you know faith is belief right we believe that the lord is our lord and he came to save us and everything but if we don't implement whatever that the perfect law says we must do it it's useless you know it's very it's quite useless um for example i i can have this dream a dream is a belief you know i have this faith that you know i i'm gonna do this you know i'm gonna be this person uh for example i could be could have a dream of becoming a musician you know a, an amazing musician or i can have this dream of becoming a healthy person or i can have a dream of becoming um a model a businesswoman or whatever but essentially it doesn't just stop there at dreaming you know proverbs speaks a lot about you know a foolish man you know fantasizes all day long but the one whose wise works he's filled so in a way it's not just about you know dreaming sitting there and dreaming you know the reason uh the the uh, for for us to many uh, not manifest but for us to see our dreams come uh, to life or whatever we need to go out there and work for them you know if i want to be a healthy person i'll stop eating junk you know and start eating clean food if i want to be a great musician i will start you know doing my research on how the great musician do what they do or who they sign to or whatever and just work towards realizing that dream also if i want to become a businesswoman i go out there i do my research I see what um is missing in the market or whatever I, I I learn I go to school I learn about businesses and stuff so essentially if we can do that for our dreams how about doing that for God you know we can't have this belief that you know God will restore all things Jesus will come and save us but we we, we know that that is true it's amazing it's great you know it's true but um 
what happens then you know why why are we not embodying what the lord had done you know we can't live our life based based only on you know the lord is coming but it what's important is for us to implement whatever uh the 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 lord says you know whatever scripture says to us that we must do um uh so yeah dumelo it's amazing so we don't just listen to the word but we implement it you know it's all about you know serving you know how can you may ask how can i implement the the word you know it's all about serving it's all about being kind you know being loving embodying the 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 character of of jesus you know so many things you you might think to yourself how can i serve read the new testament read your word and you will see how 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 jesus was doing his things and how we need uh to to do whatever that jesus was doing So, yeah, I just want to uh, explain this also in a literal way. And it's something that, as I said in the beginning of this of this episode, that it's something that the Lord has been saying to me for quite some time since April to be like, you know, uh, um, always be ready to serve. You know, Luke 12 verse 35 uh, to, to Luke 12 verse 35 to 45 speaks about watchfulness. You know, it says that be dressed ready for service and keep your lamps burning. You know, it will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready. Even if he comes at the middle of the night or towards daybreak, you know, as long as they're ready and they, 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 they are dressed in service and they keep the, their, their lamps burning so essentially um we are all here to serve you know we are all here to be servants to 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 others you know um uh, he 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 the lord speaks a lot about you know um if you want to become great you need to become a servant so essentially everything that we do needs to be serving others and essentially the emphasis that i want to just make right now is just serving the people that have less than us you know we might serve the people around us and everything you know that's great you know and the lord sees our efforts but also you know it's all about serving the ones that have less than us because those people don't have anyone to take care of them you know their family deserted them you know no matter what they did you know they're in the streets they 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 are hungry you know they don't have clothes they don't have so much so essentially our responsibility is about um it's about um what's this it's about serving them our responsibilities about taking care of them you know uh proverbs 14 verse 21 uh speaks about it it says blesses the one who is kind to the needy proverbs 14 verse 31 says whoever is kind to the needy honors god whoever is kind to the needy honors god so whatever like whatever that we can do for the poor the lord will see our efforts the lord sees our efforts and we are honoring god by taking care of those that can't take care of themselves you know the lord sees that you know you you remembered me you re, you remembered that you know i i'm there outside and i have no one to take care of me but do you take care of me and i'll just put this in 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 literal ways on how we can how we can take care of them and it's based on scripture it's matthew 25 31 to verse 45 and it speaks about the sheep and the goats um and it reads when the son of man comes in his glory and all the angels with him he will sit on his glorious throne all the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate the people from another as shepherd separates the sheep from the goat. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, come you who are blessed by your father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, you gave me food to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me something. Uh, I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. Um, I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was ill and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and fed you, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and 
invited you in or needing clothes and clothed you and when did we see you ill or in prison or and went to visit you you know the king will reply truly i tell you whatever you did whatever you did for the one of these least of these brothers of mine you did for me so essentially you know the revelation is um you know take care of my sheep you know take care of those people that don't have anything you know and you know uh we we might think to ourselves no but what can i do you know the lord says i didn't have clothes and you and you clothed me you know think about all the the the, the homes in 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 South Africa, you know, how many children are there that don't have clothes? You know, how many um people, you know, older people that don't have clothes, not like older, older, but like people our age, you know, that are in homes or, you know, the elderly or whatever, you know, the people there by the streets that don't have clothes, that don't have food to eat. Essentially, the Lord is not saying, now go take your money and, 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 and buy new clothes. You know, look at what you already have. One thing that the Lord has been uh, repeating to me is looking at what I'm already blessed with. What do I have with me that is tangible that I can say, no, this is good enough to just, you know, up provide for the lord to be like no i have this you know but i i can give to somebody else so essentially we all need to just give you know whatever that we have that we know that we haven't used in like a while we need to give like what um one thing that i've been trying to do is just to declutter and everything and i would just look at the things that i have and be like i haven't used this in forever you know how about i just you know give it to somebody who will use it because i feel like i felt like i was sinning uh when i had certain things and i didn't use them because i was just like you know this thing is just there it's sitting there whereas a person another person who doesn't have it because now i have more than enough i have more than enough how about i just give it to someone that literally uh can can use it i like me i'm i have this thing and i'm holding on to this thing because maybe it has a sentimental value or whatever but i'm holding on to it whereas another person can literally use it and use it to its best abilities or whatever but essentially like look at what we have what clothes do we have in our closet you know we might have access groceries we might have access money that we can give to the poor like literally it's 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 the it's the things that we do for the lord that matter because he says that you know um that the ones that on are on his right, which is the sheep, the sheep are the ones that will will inherit the inherit that will gain the inheritance, you know, uh the which is the kingdom prepared for them since the creation of the world. So that the sheep, you know, the sheep or the righteous people are the ones that feed the poor, are the ones that go to prison to visit the 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 the, the the people that are in prison they're the ones that go to visit the ill and pray for them they're the ones that give food to those that are hungry they're the ones who go out there and clothe the people that do not have clothes essentially that's how we gain the inheritance of the lord and i know um there might be an argument that no the only thing that we need to do is just accept jesus and and be like okay lord i accept you and you'll be written the lamb's book of life yes perfect that's how it works you know and i've explained this in in an igtv to be like this is how you inherit the kingdom of the lord but you know it, the belief just doesn't stop there i feel like if you do believe in christ and you believe in the lord or whatever you want to know about him and essentially knowing about him it goes with actions you see what he what he did you know you see the things that he used to do and you're like but you know if jesus was able to do this i'm meant to do it too so essentially the belief goes with the actions it's not just your faith you know the faith uh, uh is doesn't just go alone you know we need to just implement whatever that we hear or we read in the bible whether it's in our devotion whether it's something that we heard at church or it's just a sermon uh that we listen to uh online uh yeah uh another um scripture that i want to 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 quote on is that there was a time i know um the 
and I think it was the disciples of, of Jesus, they were saying, your mother is outside, you know. But the Lord Jesus said to them in Luke 8 verse 21, he says that my mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and puts them into action. The ones that hear God's word and puts it into action. So essentially, the Lord is interested in us putting the word into action, not just reading. Like, it's not good. Like, it's not amazing. It's not like we did something great if we just listen to 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 the word and not implement it and another example that i'm just thinking about uh uh about um providing for the poor or just being a servant uh, to the ones that don't have uh as much as we do or that have less than us like um you know you could be going to a mall you know you could be going to a mall or whatever going to the shops or whatever and a person comes to you you know this person has less than or what you have, you know, you have a bed, a comfortable bed, you have food on your table, you have so much, you have clothes, comfortable clothes, you have amazing things. And this person comes to you and be like, Hey sister or um out or whatever, like please buy me bread. And you think to yourself, this person why would this person want to, you know, ask me for these kind of things and stuff like that? And and essentially, this person is in need, you know. This person is in need. So a person, when they ask you for these things, don't even question it. Don't even think about it. Just give. Give with an open heart. You know, give. And the Lord will see your efforts. Literally, I believe that when we give to the ones that have less than us, we are taking care of them. Like that bread that is like 50 rands goes a long way. Like it's 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 you storing yourself gifts in heaven because it says that you know blessed are those that um store themselves uh treasures in heaven you know and there's a there's a part in scripture that says that we need to be rich in deeds you know we don't have to be just rich in the possessions that we have here on this earth but rich in deeds like rich towards god so it's something that we just really need to strive for to be like no lord i want to be rich for you like i want to do things for you so essentially that person that asks you for bread or that person that asks you for 10 rand or whatever just give like give give it you know we have already been blessed with so much and sometimes we we procrastinate things we think to ourselves no but if i had millions you know if i had maybe a million or whatever this was what i would do i'll buy them blankets up by them this but you know the lord says that at those that are trusted with with small with the little things they'll be trusted with the with the with with more you know so if now you have this thousand rand or you have this 500 rand but this person asks you for 10 rand to buy bread or whatever and you start thinking no i have to use this 500 for this and this and this and this and this and this and this i have to go tithe yes tithing is amazing do give your tithes first and then, you know, serve the people of the Lord. Like that 20 rand goes literally a long way. I'm not going to lie. It goes a long way. And I believe in my heart. I have this belief in my heart that the Lord does see our efforts when we do do these things. The clothes that we have it, that we no longer use. Let's take them, you know, let's, let's, let's give them to people that actually are going to use it. Like literally, like that's all that we need to do and I, I i believe uh there's a there's a there's a scripture i think it's in luke yeah i think it's in luke when john said that um the one that has two shirts if you have two shirts give one to to the one that has none and the one that has um food you know let them do the same too you know so in a way uh i'm just gonna finish off um this episode with um uh scripture it's james 2 verse 14 to 26 you know and how i came about the scripture uh, it's just you know i was praying you know at night i was having my my devotion at night and i started praying for the poor you know i started praying for the poor and after that after i prayed literally i i didn't feel good like i literally didn't feel good um i didn't feel good because i felt like why am I praying? Like, what is my prayer going to do at this point? Like, what is the, what is God going to do? If I say, you know, I pray for the poor Lord, I pray that you bear with them and stuff like that. And it didn't make sense to me. Like, I really slept with such 
and you need to be like okay what does that prayer do because i feel like you know the holy spirit was the one that gave me those feelings because i felt so guilty and the reason i felt guilty is because i had known the scripture saluk saluk 3 verse 11 that says that you know john answered anyone who has two shirts should share with the one that has none and anyone that has food should do the same so i wasn't feeling good because i wasn't obedient to what i had read in scripture so in a way i was like okay my prayer is not doing anything so what 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 am i expecting god to do to come from heaven and provide for the poor way as i'm here and i can do my part you know so in a way um james 2 verse 14 you know uh speaks about you know faith and deeds and how faith and deeds go in line i'm gonna just quote um from 14 and then from 14 and then some other parts i i will just take from them and then yeah you will get the message essentially of that of of how faith and the deeds go in line so verse 14 reads as follows what good is it brothers and sisters if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds can such faith save them suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food if one of you says to them go in peace keep warm and well fed but does nothing about their physical needs what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith with my deeds. You believe there is one God. Good. Even the demons uh, believe that and they shudder. You foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was considered his faith was considered righteous by what they by by what they what they did. No, sorry, and his faith was considered. Uh, and his faith was made complete by what he did. Sorry. A person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. As the body without the spirit is dead, so is faith without deeds is dead. So essentially, this is just an emphasis to, 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 to say that, you know, our faith has to go with deeds. And how I got to the scripture is that after I prayed, I went to bed and slept with that uneasiness. But when I woke up in the morning for my devotion, I was like, Lord, can you please lead me to a scripture that is, you know, relevant to me and something that I know I should implement in my life and stuff like that. And he led me to the scripture, which is John 2 verse 14. So essentially, I was just, the, the previous night, I was just praying about the, the poor. And he was like, you know, it, what good is it to be like, you have this faith that the poor need to be clothed, the poor need to be fed. But my faith is not accompanied by the action. So I need to pick up whatever that I have, do like use whatever that I have to serve the Lord. You know, all, all our life is just about serving the Lord. You know, uh, to just conclude, I am reminded of scripture. You know, um, uh, the last words that Jesus said to, 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 to Simon Peter before he ascended to heaven. You know, he asked him a question. He was like, Simon Peter, do you love me? You know, and then Peter answered, yes, Lord, I love you. And then Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. Again, he asked him, Peter, do you love me? You know, yes, Lord, I love you. And he was like, take care of my sheep again. Peter, do you love me? You know, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said, feed my lamb. So essentially, we are here to just serve each other. You know, as the scripture said, you know, uh, keep your lambs burning. Always be ready for service, you know. So, yeah, you know, Romans 12 verse 13 says that uh, share with, with the Lord's people who are in need. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Romans 14 verse 7 says that for none of us lives for ourselves alone. And just to add on the scripture, we don't live, you know, for ourselves alone. We live for the God's purpose. You know, we live to impress God. We live to serve God and to serve his people. So essentially just, you know, have an introspection on the things that you do in your life and what you already have with you. The Lord is not saying go take 
the whole of your thousand and you know do whatever but if you feel it in your heart or in your spirit to do it then do it but essentially the emphasis of this message is that we need to implement what the word is saying we need to provide for the poor we need to take care of the poor and i'm not saying that i'm perfect in my serving and i do everything according to the book or whatever there are things that i'm not doing as you know as as the scripture says but i'm trying my best to do what i can do i am using whatever that i have already in my hands you know whatever that is already in my hands i am utilizing it to serve the lord you know uh so in a way let's just let's just you know um always be willing to serve if that person says yo sister just give it to them or whatever you feel it in your heart to buy them bread do it you know and do do not do it because i need to do it no do it with an open heart you know because it says in scripture that the lord knows the heart the lord knows the heart so essentially if i feel i feel like if we do it from a genuine place then we'll get our inheritance you know the inheritance yes is 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 based on 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 the faith and the belief that you know we have a lord we have jesus and we accept jesus in our lives yes we are we've we've been written the book of life after that but essentially after that belief we need to we need to uh, accompany it by actions i'm reminded of actually a scripture in acts and it speaks about a man that i don't know if this man believed in god i think this man believed in god but he didn't know jesus and you know i think it was peter that went to his house and this man you know was had god had favored him because it it spoke about how you know um the lord um the lord had uh what's this the lord had seen his righteous acts towards the poor you know and he was like no i found favor in you because you have provided for the poor because this man's uh he was rich you know this man was rich and he he provided for the poor from whatever that he had he served the poor he did whatever he can to just serve them and take care of them so essentially let let us be like this man for us to inherit the kingdom of the lord to sit in his wedding banquet you know i feel like that's like like that's just one thing that i'm just like i cannot wait for so i feel like we should all do that you know we should all just you know be willing to serve and just you know provide whatever that we have in our hands and just use it ah uh, yes um <laughs> i hope you guys will receive this with love care and yeah everything nice and i hope we get to implement what the word says i'm not saying i'm perfect you know and um one scripture you know that that is that speaks about the pharisees to be like you know the pharisees took so many laws so many books so many responsibilities and put them on the shoulders of people and they didn't even lift a finger and you know jesus um you know disputed them for doing that you know so in a way i'm not gonna sit here and say no guys do this do that do that i'm putting all this responsibility on you guys whereas i'm not doing anything about it i try to do my level best you know i i you know i try to serve the lord in whatever way i can in the way that he wants me to serve so in whatever way he wants me to serve i go out there and serve him the best way i know how so essentially let's just you know um posture ourselves you know be centered in the lord and whatever that we read about whether it's reading about loving each other loving uh your lord your god alone you know not having too many not having idols even you know so yeah let's just do the will of the father and just you know live according to his will yeah (laughs) thank you guys bye Hey guys, I am back again with another episode. Um, today's topic is on purpose. I absolutely wholeheartedly love this topic because I believe it's one of the most important things I believe in our youth um, that we need to speak about. I believe, you know, discovering um, your purpose while still early is something that is really good because you get to nurture it from a young age and by the time you reach um 30 i'm not saying people that are 30 or old but like 30 or 40 or whatever age you you would have already been in a stage where you have mastered um your craft or mastered the 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 assignment or purpose that god has given you 
uh, my initial plan actually for this um this episode was just to have you know probably different people from different walks of life uh, maybe a person who's like 30 years or a person that's a bit older than that um to just you know hello hi guys welcome to insignia the podcast you're with your host Rahumurite. and i hope everyone is feeling good and is in high spirits um yeah so i think god's being back here i'm happy that i'm finally podcasting it has been a while um yeah i'm just trying to find a balance between you know every other thing that I'm doing and podcasting and I feel like you know the balance is to just podcast maybe every uh every month you know once a month every once a month and yeah I feel like that would be the best thing to do for me right now because I am really trying to find a balance uh but yes I hope everyone is feeling good and yeah I'm quite excited about what I'm going to be speaking about today and it is minimalism and I'm going to be sharing you know, my minimalism journey and, you know, how I've come across the concept and, you know, what scriptures I have read from this um, whole concept. You know, I hope you guys will be open to it and you will see things from like a different perspective. I'm not saying that everyone should just change now and be minimalist, but I believe that, you know, if you see things from a different perspective, perspective and just try it out you will just you know grow as a person so yeah uh y'all know that in everything that i speak about i do you know intercede with god i do invite god in everything so i will be quoting some scriptures um in this episode and you know and you know and it's just scriptures that god had revealed to me when you know it was during recess so, uh, during recess, I, you know, I felt the need to be off social media. Like, I literally, you know, felt it in my spirit to just, you know, not be on social media and just, you know, take a break from everything, you know. And, you know, being in, like, the type of work that I'm in, it needs me to be present all the time. Like, it needs me to be always on whatsapp if it's not whatsapp i need to be always checking my emails and stuff so being a mentor really does needs me to be present at all times and be available for everyone else so i just felt it in my spirit to be like you know i need to be off social media like i need to just be centered you know centered in finding myself and growing myself and just many other things that i wanted to do but i also wanted mainly for God to be the center I just wanted to hear from God and hear what he has to say about my life so literally that is the decision that I made I deleted whatsapp I deleted instagram I deleted anything that could distract me from just being with God and God alone so I just wanted the time to just be peaceful you know just be me and God alone and yes I did that I took that decision and yeah, amongst many other conversations that I had with God and so many things that he had revealed to me uh, during recess, he, we spoke about minimalism, you know, he, he, he kind of reminded me of the concept. It wasn't the first time that I've heard about it, but it was, you know, he, he just wanted to back it up with, with scripture. So, um, yeah. Uh, so many things had been revealed to me. So I believe, you know, in taking a break from social media, I'll just advise it to be like, you know, sometimes social media gets overwhelming and we just, you know, follow whatever that is happening. So sometimes just being centered, you know, just being by yourself really does make you think clearly. So my advice is just, you know, sometimes just take, um, uh, you know, a break from social media. Within the week that I took the break, you know, God had revealed something to me. So even if you take a break, just seven days of just no social media, it will just refresh your mind a bit before you get back to, you know, talking to other people and just being available for other people. Just be by yourself and take that decision to be just, just to say, I want to be with God and I just want to have 
my own me time. So as I've said, it wasn't the first time I came across the concept of minimalism. I had came across it, I think it was in like March or April. And I think I came across like a video and I believe it was Mbumi. You know, she spoke about, you know, minimalism, but she didn't go deep within explaining what it is she just you know briefly said like she's gravitating towards minimalist living and stuff like that and i was just like i wonder what this minimalist you know living is all about and i was just like um i should i should really research about it so a few days later i think i did my own research to be like okay what is minimalism and i came across a few blogs and I was just like, oh my goodness, I love this concept. I saw pictures of what minimalism living looks like. And I was just like, oh my goodness, this is so good. I just I just looked at it and I was just like, this is the kind of person that I want to be. This is the kind of life that I want to gravitate towards. And I was just like, this is so good. And I was totally sold when, you know, while I was reading the blogs and it said, it spoke about something along the lines uh, of saying, you know, having possessions for a purpose. So it, it said that minimal minimalists, you know, live just to have possessions, like they have possessions for a reason, like they have possessions for purpose, like they don't just buy things because of the sake of buying them or gravitate towards things because of the sake of gravitating towards them like they live a purposeful life and I was just like this is the kind of lifestyle and I, I want to like I want to I want to have you know having things for a reason you know and I was just completely sold I was just like this is yeah this is my life and also I had came come across you know um a term not a term but like some few you know um things from the 5am club where you know the billionaire you know was explaining that although he's a billionaire and you know his company is worth billions of money and stuff like that he was just like you know I don't have many things as people may seem like me think that I do have you know I have you know a house you know I have two homes which one is like for holiday for me to rest and then the other is to live in you know but I don't have too many possessions with me and you know and he spoke about you know once you get older you want to like just let go of things you know you you like life becomes not about you know having so much it just come becomes about you know giving more you know what can you do for other people than you can do for yourself you know essentially like serving others and not just focusing on you so whatever that you do have you you give to other people you serve other people so I was just like this is good so it's one concept about minimalism to be like you know let's not live just to have so much live everything like when we live we must live a purposeful life you know and yeah, as I was just going through um all of this, I I had a dream during recess actually. I had a dream where I dreamt about my grandfather, right? And in this dream, you know, I never dream about my grandfather, you know, everyone else had dreamed about my grandfather except for me, and he had passed on, I think it was in twenty twelve. Yeah, I believe it was in twenty twelve when he passed on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, believe it was in 2012 when he passed on and I haven't had dreamed about him ever since, you know. And, you know, I just, you know, this one night I dream about him and as I'm dreaming about him, you know, I'm dreaming about everyone else having his clothes, like his um, attires, like everything that he ever owned everyone else had it and especially like the things that I had dreamed to have you know because I had you know I have just only one jacket from his whole collection of things so it's just like oh my goodness why is everyone else having his clothes you know I had a problem in this dream I was just like no 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 this is not it everyone is having his clothes except for me and you know he was happy in the dream you know he was happy like, he was so happy that everyone else is wearing his clothes. And I was the one who was upset, you know. And I was just like, what is even going on? I remember I woke up and I I told my dad, you know, when I woke up, I told my dad about the dream. I was just like, yo, dad, 
I just had this dream about Papa and everyone else in this dream is having his things except us, his family. Like, I don't understand what's going on. And I was just so mad. And it was it was because I was having these thoughts of, you know, I only have one item of his. And I wear it during winter. And I was just like, I wish if I had, you know, his pants, his other, you know, jackets and stuff like that, I would have like a proper style. Because my grandfather was um, a jazz a jazz artist and you know he had accumulated so much from his you know journey of like being a jazz artist and stuff like that so he had like clothes like he was you know he was a proper gen guys he had style you know do you understand he had proper style so essentially i was just mad about everyone else having these clothes and you know my dad was just said to me no just be happy that you have just one item you know just be happy that you have one item that you can use and you know that you can appreciate and i still didn't get it i still didn't get it to be like but why like why like i want i want all of that and as the days progressed and i just thought about it i was still mad you know i i i got what my dad was saying but i got i was still touched you know i was still touched and i was just like okay it's fine let me just uh, be okay with it you know and yeah it stayed for me for a while and then three days later that's when I you know came across the book of Luke and Luke was speaking about the um the rich fool you know and this is Luke 12 verse 30 to 21 and it, and it, it, it speaks about you know um a rich fool who It's a book about a rich fool who had um possessions like he had so much or he had so much so it speaks about how this man had you know uh possessions like so many possessions and so many possessions and you know he had a harvest you know it says he had a harvest and it's a book about how this person had a harvest and in this harvest he had you know an abundant harvest at this as the scripture speaks about 